Welcome to the Review Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Bree. And we're here on a very special episode of the Review Podcast. Um, we are not on our normal Saturday schedule. We're on, uh, what is it, Monday? Yeah. Monday. Monday on Valentine's Day. Welcome, Bree. Welcome. Hi, everybody. How are you today on this wonderful day? Uh, we're not recording this on Valentine's Day, no, but you we know. we got plans because, you know. It's Valentine's it's Day. It's Valentine's yeah. Day and we're together. So, <laughs> so we're obviously not recording this on Valentine's Day, but we are doing a very special episode of the Review Podcast. How are you today, Brie? I'm doing good. Yeah. 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 It's a yeah. uh, 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 lovey. Love is in the air on the Review Podcast. Uh, Brie, I have a question for you before we get started with this. Shoot. What do you love? What do I love? Because I always ask you what scares you. We always do scary movies. And today we're doing something different. What, what do you love? Well, you and don't say I... me or Kaido. Oh, damn. Because my go-to is you and Kaido. Yeah. And Mittens, of course, our cat. Um, I love, like, little surprises. Like what? Like flowers when, like, you're not expecting flowers. Flowers on a, on a rainy day. Yeah, like flowers... I have to think of the one time my, like, I didn't get a part or the part that I wanted in the musical in high school. And I came home and my mom had gotten me a bouquet of flowers and I just cried. I was like, I needed this. So I love like little surprises. Anthony's not a little surprises guy. I'm a big gesture he's, he's guy. a big gesture guy. We just, we're just, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I would really like some flowers sometimes. And he's like, why? They just die. <laughs> Opposites attract, baby. <laughs> and I'm dressed like a cat. But opposites do attract. We are somewhat op. It's uh, what is it from? How how I met your mother. We've always talked about the olive theory, right? Where it's like, do you love olives? I love olives. I hate olives. Can't so stand good. them. Can't stand them. But that's how you judge. Um, Kaido's in the background. We, we both love pickles. <laughs> we both love pickles. Yes. Um, and we have so much in common. And this is. You know, we say love is in the air, Brie, because we are watching Valentine's Day. Um, oh, gosh. What year? I'm going to have to Google this super quick. Um, I forgot the year. And I didn't do my research on this because this was kind of a spur of the moment thing. I picked um, the movie. Avi. 2010. 2010 film, Valentine's Day. Um, so not too long ago. It's uh, quite recent. Uh, 11 years. 11 years. 11 years is a recent. <laughs> it's not recent. Gosh. We're um, old. <laughs> I, remember when it, I remember when it came out and everyone was like really stoked on this is Taylor Swift's like big thing, right? Like she had just started becoming a, a household name in country music at the time or pop country. And this was like, wow, they're putting Taylor Swift in a movie and they're doing it with her boyfriend. This is going to be great. And, and she has were, a very small part. It's small, but like Taylor and Taylor did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I got to tell you, um, you know, we were debating doing the Valentine's Day episode and 
We had a couple movies in mind. We had a couple movies in mind, and it was tough to settle on one. Brie, like, at the very first said Valentine's Day, because it's Valentine's Day, and, you know, and it, it's a holiday movie. And I have Valentine's Day, like, the movie, in quite some time. And I'm a big fan of, like, ensemble movies where everyone is, like, re- like interconnected. Love ensemble. Like, New Year's Eve, like, all those other holiday movies. Um, I think they did Mother's Day, too, was, like, the last one they did. But... I threw out the suggestion of punch drunk love because I said, I told Brie, I'm like, what do we want? Do we want to do something where we can like turn our brains off and we can just like enjoy the movie or do we want the art house? Because punch drunk love by director uh, Paul Thomas Anderson is one of my favorite directors. We'll get to it eventually. I just said we can't do it for a review until I watch it first. But I've seen it multiple times. And I love Punch Drunk Love. I think Punch Drunk Love is the quintessential, like, romance movie. It's the most, like, visually fulfilling romance movie that you can see. But that's a story for another day. Right here, we're talking about Valentine's Day. Which, you know, there was a couple of movies that I threw out there at first. I am more of the romantic comedy, like... Turn your brain off. Turn your your brain off, like... I was like, oh, you know what movie I love? I'm like, Valentine's Day is good, but I love He's Just Not That Into You. Which we watched recently. Like, I feel like we watched that. I made you watch it like a couple months ago. Yeah, a couple months ago. And then um, I was like, oh, we could watch The Proposal. Like, there's so many, like, really good um, movies to watch. I didn't want to watch, like, anything too like too serious or too like someone they have recommended eternal sunshine i'm like that is I, I, not okay, that a wasn't romance. no 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 i briefly mentioned eternal sunshine i didn't like say seriously we should watch this on valentine's day because it's not a valentine's day movie at the heart of it it's a breakup film again that's a movie we'll get into a little bit later that is one of my favorite movies if not my favorite movie but we have this this movie valentine's day and it is not my favorite movie but but it's star studded it has so many stars in this movie even the background characters are stars george lopez kathy bates not a background character kathy bates is a background character which I looked at you in the middle of the movie, or at the end of the movie. Kathy Bates has two scenes in this movie. One and at the they, beginning, one at the very end. paid her so much money. I bet she got paid so much money, and she was in the movie for maybe a grand total of 10 seconds. Who, like, our cast is like Ashton Kutcher, Jessica Alba. Oh, I got, I got him, Jamie yeah. Foxx, Patrick Dempsey, Topher Grace, Anne Hathaway, um, Taylor Swift, Taylor Lautner. Grandma, Grandpa, whose names I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, um, there was like a ton of, like, if you're a big fan of The Princess Diaries, I got you. It's almost the exact same cast as The Princess Diaries. Well, that's the thing. Minus, minus Julie is, Andrews. This is from the same director, Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall is very notable, um, very, uh, I would say, a prolific director, even though we don't hear his name often. He's not in the ranks of the Spielbergs and the Robert Zemeckis's and the Quentin Tarantino's. Like, he's not that household name. However, when you look at, like, a lot of just fun movies fun comedy romance like these cheesy goofball movies gary marshall's attached to it almost every time gary marshall did princess diaries princess diaries 2 valentine's day new year's eve mother's day um the princess bride i think he did the princess bride um 
he did Happy Days. He got a start on Happy Days. And he also did, which is a different, uh, a different vibe for Gary Marshall. But he also did uh, Pretty Woman as well. And you can tell because, okay, so he has an obsession with, like, the cast of the major cast members from the princess diaries is in this so anne hathaway you got the guy who plays paolo he works for southwest in this movie you have joe the limo driver plays the old man and then you have the receptionist for the queen is also works at the flower shop so like there's so many characters and then julia roberts is in the movie and she's from pretty woman but also joe the limo guy from Diaries was a friend yeah. guy in pretty woman and so was that receptionist woman she also worked at the hotel in pretty woman so like just li it's just like the movie where we have like this phenomenally large cast four that degrees all, of kevin bacon right like they all interact <laughs> with each other in the movie is like we have this phenomenally large cast that has all been in different gary marshall movies and they all kind of play similar roles to one another and they even reference like past gary marshall movies in the movie like julia roberts makes pretty woman references in the movie and then we have some other like um stars bradley cooper is in it great bradley um, cooper's awesome jessica biel mm, um emma what? roberts emma roberts awesome um and then we have that guy for other um like hot guy from Grey's anatomy don't know his name patrick dempsey no the other hot guy the uh, one who played eric, the gay... eric dane okay he played the gay football player in this movie. yes yeah um so like there's I, we, Bree and I were discussing like how do we Jennifer Garner and Jennifer Gardner yes and Ashton Kutchner um Kutcher Kutcher Kutchner Kutcher 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 um so Bree and I were discussing like how to approach this movie on the podcast because like usually we go through these movies beat by beat and we talk about like scene by scene and, di and not dissect it but like just talk about it and you can't do that with this movie because there's so many different moving parts and eventually they come together but it's non it's almost non-linear in a way where you get a little bit of ashton kutcher's story and then you get a little bit of jamie fox's story and you get a little bit of emma roberts story here and they intersplice it you know in a in a way where you can't tell this story just by going and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens like and, we normally do and it's really like it's obvious that the star of the movie is ashton kutcher and jennifer Gardner. yeah like most of the characters revolve around, around those, like the relationships to those them. those two characters mm -hmm. who are friends um, so so the way we decided to kind of approach this movie is we'll just talk about the characters Mm -hmm. as much as we can because like by god there's a shitload of them um, um but let's there's so many characters like, like at, at a point like i if for our, our people on our video modem like you can see i tried in my notes i tried to make like a web of <laughs> of who they were and how they were connected and i got lost after a while like this is a tangled web uh that we weave and i i got lost i got i lost track of all of this after a while and then i just shut my brain off and i was like was why the so fuck do i care <laughs> because i'm enjoying the movie and it's it was long it's a long movie it's, it is very long but I'm, i was like why why do i even care about 
trying to connect this together like it is connected i just can't untangle the web and oh the webs we weave yeah i I can't untangle the web and why do i give a shit right like i don't think this movie is supposed to be like that you're not supposed to give a shit you're supposed to be like oh they're connected great let's move on but before we get into talking about the movie in great detail, we have a breeze treat. You may notice that we have in our video modem um, a lot of stuff on this table right now. Uh, what do we got, Bree? It's romance. It's Valentine's Day. It's champagne and orange juice mimosas. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. It's mostly champagne. Oh, yeah. Um, You cut it with some orange juice. We have the... Um, signature select um, jewel brand. The cheapo, the cheapo orange juice. Um, any orange juice will do. This is not our first time having mimosas today. We had them earlier as well. Um, Which at this place that we were at, I said, let's get a mimosa. And the waiter comes back with a champagne glass full of see how this in the video modem if you're watching on the YouTube. It's, it's obviously orange. It's orange. Like it's very much orange. The waiter comes back and it looks like pineapple juice. almost pineapple juice, but like a little duller than pineapple juice. And um, I was like, how much orange juice is in this thing? So I drink it. I was like, holy crap, this is strong. There's no orange juice in this thing at all. So we got a little tipsy at brunch. Yeah. And I was like, better stop. I got to drive. Right? It was um, it was very fun. Um. But, you know, keep that romance alive if you are taking your significant other out on Valentine's Day. Um, just remember, if you can't get a reservation somewhere, like, that's fine. It's more about the, like, people love you for who you are. Like, we've talked about it. We're not doing anything fancy. You usually go out to a fancy dinner, but, you know, it's on a Monday. We both teach. We're both going to be tired. Let's just pick up something. Let's just eat in. Um, I even offered to make something. I was like, oh, we, we probably are going to go with either McDonald's or Portillo's. We'll do a feast. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because it's not about... Kaido, any... Kaido's licking the wall, BT-dub. Oh. <laughs> He's in the background just licking the wall. I think it's more about the company you keep than yeah. you know, and, the Hallmark holiday. Because this is a special love is in the air, lovey-dovey, smoochy-smoochy Valentine's Day episode of the Review Podcast, uh, I thought it would be fun if Bree and I did a little um, little question and answer intercut between our conversations about the movie. Um, so we got a bunch of questions that are very similar to the newlywed game where we have to answer like for each other. And we'll see how much we actually know and how about we play this game brie okay i'm gonna write my answers down so i can't trick oh, you oh you're gonna write them down yeah um i'm not gonna write them down but how about we play this game if we get it wrong about one another we have to take a drink of our brie treat mimosa sounds good to me and i feel like we're gonna be taking I... a lot of drinks because okay um i feel like we're gonna get do you want to go first days. or do you want me to go first i'll go first okay your first question where did you first meet your spouse? We first met on... Don't be too specific here because we, you know... Oh, well, we first met on a dating app. Um, mm-hmm. But I deleted the dating app very shortly after meeting you. But we officially met um, at your friend's house um, during an exchange, which was fun. Yeah. So we first met on this dating app and we were talking. And do you remember 
Well, I think you deleted the app at this point. Are you claimed to have deleted the app? I did delete the apps because I had, you know, when you kiss so many frogs, you decide, I'm just going to meet someone the old-fashioned way. And I asked you, I said, you want to go get a cheeseburger? And I just deleted the app. And you respond to me, and I was like, okay, that didn't work. Um, And then... We met a couple weeks later. It was supposed to happen. It was like a m- couple months later, actually. But um, I, we were at an exchange be- between her sorority and my fraternity in college, and it was like a, you know, it's a party, and um, we we saw we, each we other. We saw each other. I recognized you, but I didn't know for sure that that was you know the girl who I asked for a cheeseburger and never responded. <laughs> um, but then we just hit it off. From we there. did. Um, and, and the rest is history. I know. I asked him to be my date to barn dance. Will you be my GF? Will you be my... <laughs> and then I had to ask... I Before we even went to barn dance together, my semi-formal was like almost immediately after. So like we met and like conversed for maybe like two days. And then you were like, do you want to go to barn dance? I was like, sure. Why not? No, you ghosted me for a week. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> she said I <laughs> hey, listen, I used to be a piece of shit. Not me more though. People can change. Um, oh wait, you're up. Okay. This one is like more not about our relationship. Um, if money were no object, where would you live together? Where would we live together? If money was no, no object, object, I would say if really money wasn't an object and Oh, you're supposed to guess for me. No, you're supposed to guess where I want to oh, go. Oh, where you would want to go? Okay, I was going to say where I would want to go. I think you would want to go to, like, a farm, almost. Like, secluded <laughs> area. Like, our own little... Our own little, like, um, compound. Somewhere where the dog can just run free. Right, right. Am I in the realm? Absolutely in the not. Oh, great. <laughs> Drink up. <laughs> okay. So give me your answer. I would want to live like somewhere warm. And I would probably want to live more um, like I would want to live more urban. I really, I actually, even though I don't like neighbors, I think I, I like what a city has to offer as in food and like activities and stuff. I mean, okay. Um, and I want to be somewhere where it's not cold ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've mm. had this conversation. Right, right. Um, Do you even know me? <laughs> I get, I actually gave the answer of something that I. I know he. Would, he said, I would, that's I what be he secluded. wants. He wants no I, I no neighbors be, ever. Yeah. All right. Let's get down into um, this. We'll come back to some questions. So a little let's bit later start on. off with the obvious character who is the big old Kutcher. character. Ashton Kutcher's character, who starts off with the weirdest proposal to Jessica Alba ever. Um, she's literally—they're literally sleeping. Oh, she's flawless, Brie. She's flawless. She wakes up flawless. She wakes up beautiful, full. Like she's got to have makeup on. Well, yeah, that's what we in the business call natural—a natural look. Because mm-hmm. boys think. That we're not wearing makeup when we are actually wearing a ton of makeup. We just have makeup on in which it looks like we are not wearing makeup. Yeah, that was my first notice of Jessica Alba. I'm like, I don't think people look like that when they wake up. They don't. You didn't see me in the morning. <laughs> um, uh, so the proposal's weird. Um, that And I said, 
audibly holy shit that diamond is freaking huge it must make a lot of money in the floral business i'm like dang it'll make my ring look like a little freaking peanut yeah a little peanut um <laughs> and blah 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 he's like so excited she puts on the ring it's like he asks her to marry him and she didn't answer he just put the ring on her finger you know what happens Yay, when you assume you brie you make an ass out of you and me uh -huh. and that's what ashton kutcher does that's because he assumes that she says yes to the engagement yeah, well she, she takes did. the ring first of all she, she takes did. the ring she did take the ring um but she didn't actually say yes um and he he leaves the house all giddy and happy because he's like hey, she yes she said yes and um he goes to his business associate george lopez um it's, i think is his employee right yeah um, and they go to like this flower depot kind of thing where they're buying like the flowers for the florist shop. Um, and you got like this character, Mr. Fam. Um, he's gonna get interviewed by Jamie Foxx. By Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. So okay, side character. Side character. Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox. A, a a big name to have as a side character, I would say. Yeah, he's coming off an Oscar, right? Um, like Oscar for Ray. And um, like he is the second um most popular sports guy at their news channel so he's like forced to do like this valentine's day segment by his boss kathy bates yeah um, again kathy bates in the movie for two scenes um and he's like i don't like valentine's day and valentine's day gives me acid reflux <laughs> it gives me acid reflux i cut off my love life until saint patrick's day because I want to avoid Valentine's Day. I'm like, dude. Just buy her some flowers okay, so and take I, her out to dinner. Honestly, I, I need to make a comment because I wrote this down in my no the very little notes I took about this movie. Um, and I said, why does every character in these Gary Marshall movies seem like they all have to be big and you know charismatic and so unique because jamie fox is like, i hate valentine's i hate valentine's day and i'm a reporter Anne hathaway drives a moped like it's these little decisions in the movie where it's like every character has to have some kind of defining quality and trait they can't just be like a normal guy you know I guess. Um, so Mr. Fam is going to go uh, give this interview, but he, like, cannot speak. So Ashton Kutcher kind of takes over. And, um, yeah, he gets everyone to be like, oh, this is my, like, this is my um, flower shop. This is where it, where it is. And, like, Jessica Alba, then he goes, it cuts to the flower shop, and Jessica Alba comes in. She's not wearing a ring. He's like, what's going on? And she's like, well, I don't want people to ask questions about it. And I, immediately in that moment, I'm like, she does not want to get married. She's just not that into you. Like, when I put on, when you gave me my ring, that thing stayed on all day. And everybody who I passed by, I was just like, dun, dun, dun. Like you want to show it off. If I had a ring that big, holy crap! I'd never take it off and be like, "Look at this thing! Mm -hmm. Oh, it's freaking huge!" Mm -hmm. And I, I think after that scene, really like the little kid comes in with the money. He wants to buy the flowers. It's for so tough to talk about this movie because 
we're introducing characters in the explanation for Ashton Kutcher's character. And we'll get to the characters. It's like, how do we weave these guys together? So he wants flowers to give to his Valentine. He only has like 15 bucks and a dozen roses is $55. A dozen roses, please. And, um, oh, hey, Johnny, I didn't know it was he, you. He like, gives it to the kid for that much. And I thought, like, this is a total winner. He's good with kids. He's like very like nice and all this stuff. And I'm like, Jessica Alba, you idiot. Um, she still got her Fantastic Four hair in this movie. Like, she looks like uh, Sue Storm. I just like, I feel for Ashton Kutcher's character in this. And so uh, later, like, um, he gets home to like put, put his gift for her, oh, like down, and it's like a secret, and she's moving out. Grabs all her stuff. And he's kind of like sad. He's upset. He's like, it's okay. We don't have to get married right away. And she's like, but you deserve someone who will say yes. She's like, I have no reason not to say yes. She's like, except that I just, I'm not feeling it. And like, you deserve someone who is like 100% yes. And here's the thing about this movie that's interesting to me by the end is that many of our characters have a happy ending. I think many of our main characters have a happy ending, but there are a lot of these characters that walk away out, out of Valentine's Day with bad endings. And they don't, like, um, it's the, these the, characters the that ones, don't get what they want. But the ones that do have bad endings deserved it. Like, did Jessica Alba deserve her ending? Because, like, her ending is just that she, like, takes the dog and leaves. And she comes back later in the movie but it took the dog. The li- was the dog his dog or was the dog her dog or was I have their to assume, dog? I have to assume that the dog was her dog or the dog was their dog but leaned heavily towards her because the dog sided with her. When Ashton, Kut- Ashton Kutcher's like, all right, dog, come here. The dog did not come here. And the dog stayed, which we had a conversation about like, okay, if we break up ever, hypothetically, if we break up. The dog would go with me. I don't think so. He loves me more. I... Don't I think he loves us equally? No, I think he loves me more. He listened to me when I told him to go lay down. Yeah, we had to stop recording for like a second there <laughs> because he was just being an asshole the entire time. And I took him out and brought him in and uh, yeah, uh, not yelled, but come on, lay down. And once Bree told him to lay down, he actually did it. Okay, so he's coming with me. Oh. Um, so then we get like Patrick Dempsey and Jennifer Gardner their love story um like <sighs> jennifer garner you were like we're getting riled up watching this okay because you were getting riled up because i because i've seen the movie before and i'm like anthony i just know he has a wife he has a wife he has a wife and he's doing this to her and he has a wife and i i get really upset i think cheaters are the worst um, especially when there are kids involved, which he did have children, mm-hmm. because it's like, how can you do that to the person who like gave you children? I can understand going through a divorce if you don't have feelings for your wife anymore, but like cheating on your wife and then getting into bed with your wife, and then you don't know if you're giving your wife an STD or an STI. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
That happens, though. That's how a lot of women find out. That they have STDs? No, that their partner is cheating. Oh. They get in, they All of a sudden, they have a rash down there, or a, a tingle down there, and it's because their partner is I having like unprotected that, sex with another yeah, person. Yeah, that's such like an obvious way to know if somebody is cheating on you, right? Or if... And they usually become distant. Um well, first it's emotional. I have to imagine that first it's can, like, well, now we're worse? becoming distant from each other and it's... But there can be people who it's only a physical affair and not an emotional affair. But I, I think... what? So you're asking me what I think is worse? Is it worse is if, if it was a physical affair or if it's an emotional affair? I think an emotional affair, honestly. Uh, both are horrible. I mean, yes, but... both are deplorable. <laughs> you're, you're a shit But person. if I... If, if, and maybe that's because me, because, you know, I am much more of a person that it's like I have to have an emotional connection to somebody. And that's my way of loving, right? Like quality time is, is my love language. And it's like I have to have a connection to somebody. So if somebody were to hurt me on that level or if it's like somebody and this has happened to me before somebody falls out of love with me like that hurts that's that's what hurts me more than anything else and brie is like playing footsie with me under the table as i'm as i'm talking about this is an indication that oh no this is never gonna happen that's never gonna happen between the two of us but i'm just saying hypothetically like i know that, that's like what i think is worse and he's having an emotional and physical affair with Jennifer Gardner. Yeah, because it seems like with Jennifer Gardner, he's he loves her. Yeah, and like they're it seems like they're, well, Jennifer Gardner dating. believes that they're dating. Yes, right? and that this might be the one. So their their whole story is he's like I can't, I'm going to be at this hospital in San San Fran San Francisco. I'm going to be doing open heart surgery. I can't spend Valentine's Day with you. And she's like, oh, I'm so sad. And Jennifer Gardner's character is friends with Ashton Kutcher's character. Ashton Kutcher says, go to him, fly there. If you want to be with go him, be with him. him. And then Patrick Dempsey's character sees the advertisement for the flower shop on the TV. He goes to Ashton Kutcher's flower shop. Ashton Kutcher catches him. He sends like you're flower ordering flowers for, for two your, people. He's like, you're ordering flowers for this person, Jennifer Gardner's character. And then he's asking then really personal wife. questions. But it's because I don't think he would have put as much thought into the cheating part. Like, this is your wife. This is your girlfriend. If he didn't see his friend's name there and her right. address. And which brought up a conversation that we had during the movie, which was would you do that as a business owner if you were selling flowers for example like ashton kutcher is doing would you and morally be okay with selling flowers to somebody who's sending them to two different women so knowing I would, that it's i would like definitely be like so this one is for your wife and this one's for your girlfriend correct switch them you are like okay switch them that is um oh, oh it was an not best practice when it comes to a business i would say and maybe it's because we've grown up in a world where it's like you have to put business first before morals. i'd be like oopsie i, I mixed them up my bad my yeah could you get sued for that no 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 oh damn <laughs> and i also <laughs> talked about i would put a note on the girlfriends. He has a wife. My wife. And 
I would not feel bad about that in the slightest because I have been in Jennifer Garner's shoes. Okay. I've been that person who had no idea. Mm-hmm. It, so this is personal for it, you. It freaking sucks. Yeah. It sucks, especially when you find out about it. And then you feel like garbage because you would never do that to another woman. And he made you be that person. Mm-hmm. And, like, some women are fine. Some women, like, know that he has a wife and they just don't care. They're, they're well, yeah, people because who, like, it's av- like that, that, that philosophy of... I'm not the one cheating, right? Like, he's the one cheating. So, like, why should I feel bad about but it? But it's when they, they don't tell you that you're the other woman, and then they put you in that awkward position. Like, respect me enough to give me a choice and let me say no. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't let me find out about it, and then know that our relationship's not going anywhere. Luckily, I met you after that happened, and... Mm-hmm. Now you would never do anything like that to me ever, but oh, Patrick Dempsey's character sucks in this so bad. I and feel like, like he plays that same character. Who is a know, like a lot of well, not a doctor, but like a douche. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got that face, douche face. Yeah. So like he's in Scream Three, and he's not a douche in Scream Three. He's like one of the heroic characters, but I feel like he's just he just plays the same guy. You know. Oh, you want more? Yes, please. Oh, is this an opportunity for us to ask questions? Sure. We still got a little bit more in there that you can okay. you can go into. So why don't we take a, a slight break and go through some questions? Questions. While while we're pulling that up, um, I'm gonna just continue on with her a little part. She oh, like sure. she like goes buys a plane ticket. She doesn't believe Ashton Kutcher when he's like he he has a wife. He's well, like, he runs to the plane yeah, he station, runs to the, to the airport, the, the airport plane station to get her to. And she's like, oh well, he's told me he has a ex wife. They're 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 divorced. He's like, no, like they're still married. She flies all the way out, gets to the hospital, asks the nurse, like, is he here today? They say no, and she's like. Okay, she's putting it together like he lied. And she's like, can you just tell me something? Does he have a wife? Not divorced, not separated, a wife. And is her name this? And the nurse is like, yeah, they just celebrated their 15th. Well, the nurse tells Jennifer Garner. And then the other nurse tells Jennifer Garner where they're going to be eating for Valentine's Day. Jennifer Garner shows up and pretends to be the waitress and does this whole thing about, like, chopping off... Chopping off balls. Balls. Yeah. And puts the heart, the wind-up heart on the table, and it kind of, like, clicks in the wife's mind what's going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Then she walks out with, like, hundreds of dollars worth of lobster. Um, yeah, because she's... Uh, we, f- we then find out that the waiter or, no, the, like, the, the maitre d'... the owner of the restaurant. Oh, the owner? Of the restaurant. the owner. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I thought it was the maitre d'. Um, but he is... His kid is in her class. She's a preschool teacher. No, oh, she's a fifth grade teacher. Oh, shoot. <laughs> she teaches fifth grade. Um yeah his kid is in her class so what i find you know before we get into the questions i got to mention this because what i find endearing about movies like this especially like the valentine's day the new year's eve these on these gary marshall ensemble movies is and i and i mentioned this to you through our watching of it it's like 
not only are all of our main cast connected to one another in different ways, shapes, and forms, the background characters, like these nameless, faceless background characters, they are. are connected to everybody mm -hmm. as well. So, like, the maitre d' at the restaurant is connected to Jennifer Gardner. You've got the little one of the little kids in her class, Franklin, is, like, connected to them as well. You've got... Um, later on in the movie, Topher Grace and Anne Hathaway are in a restaurant and we're introduced to this very nameless and faceless background character with curly hair. And he shows up at another main character's party later on. And it's like, oh, we know this guy. Like, even the background characters are very intricately wound into the storyline. And it's so, like, to me, it's very incredible, like, how you can weave this web. Yeah. And it's got it's got to take a tremendous amount of work, even though these movies seem like that. like this web that I've created, which looks like a hot garbage. It looks very confusing, but somebody had to sit down and actually say, "Well, this character is connected to this character, and wouldn't it be fun if this background character was also connected to that character over there and showed up in this scene?" It's. I know, like, we look at these movies like Valentine's Day and we say, oh my god, this is another one of those fucking ensemble movies where it's going to make a lot of money, it's got a big star power cast, and it just means nothing. And when I watched this movie with you again, and I was thinking about it a little more deeply, I was thinking, I'm like, no, this is a very, I keep using the word intricate, but it's a very, like, tightly wound web of characters that somebody had to sit down and say this is what this is and it's almost like writing a mystery movie where you're trying to solve a, and you get twists and turns along the way like that to me is very difficult to write because you have to be you have to know your beats and you have to know your characters very very tightly and this i think is the same thing where a lot of a lot of this is really smart and even though the writing not you know, know awesome but you got to give props to how much work it how takes. much work goes into this because like i would never be able to do it yeah it's, i would it's, never it's, be able to lot. do this okay. so anyway let's get to our game uh let's take a little pause from our story and our and our movie discussion and go to the game do you want to go first sure um what is my ideal vacation your ideal vacation is so I have two answers okay. that I can go through. Can I do both of them? Sure. And if one of them's right, then I'm right. Yeah. So you've mentioned to me that you want to go search for Mothman. <laughs> you is that, am I correct? Is I that your that, ideal vacation? I mean, that's one of my ideal vacations. You said let's go to West Virginia and that's search for hunt. encrypt crypto zoology. This bitch. So I said. No. <laughs> I said, he has like something against going out and trying to find Mothman. Um, but Mothman's been spotted in so many different places. It's like you can't just you hunt for Mothman. go to the original Mothman. Mothman place. West Virginia. Yes. I don't know where in West Virginia. I, I, I already found the Airbnb we'd stay at. I already found all the attractions we could go in in the town. Mm -hmm. It's ready when you're ready. Mm -hmm. it, was I correct? Um, that's one of mine. Ooh, let's think of the second one. The second one could be, I don't know, Italy? I mean, I do really want to go. 
to Italy sometime before I die. Just because I got family there. Mm-hmm. Mi familia. <laughs> Salud, mi familia. <laughs> um, that was just Spanish, right? Salud? No, that's... That's Italian? Okay, I was thinking of Fast and the Furious when Dom Toretto says that, and I always thought that he was speaking Spanish. This man because... is from an Italian family. Me? Or yeah, Dom? You. Yeah, I am. I don't know Italian. I, I swear to goodness, your grandparents have said that word when we've been drinking. Salut? Yeah. I doubt it. I doubt it. And but go on. What was... Or maybe, or maybe your stepfather. Yeah, probably him. Um, that, I well, would that's imagine a, more that's him a question. Then. Um, Yeah, I, I would love to go there. You know what's a place that has always been like on my list? What? Um, Toledo, Spain. Spain. Oh, because the sword capital of the world. <laughs> the sword capital? Yes. So you see a lot of swords? Yeah, you go get a sword. Oh, I learned cool. that in um, high school, and I've been obsessed with it ever since. Nice. That'd one, be cool. One track mine. Yeah, sure. Okay, what's your question for me? Um, all right, let's see. I'm at the top of the list. You're not going to know that. Well, maybe you would know this, but this is a dumb question. I'm going to try to find one a little bit more interesting. Um. Okay, uh, this is going to be a twofold question. Okay. Who's the tidiest? You. Who's the funniest? Me. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. I'm a, I'm a freaking pig in my pen. Can I ask, can we do a secondary question Sorry. on that? What is one thing that, and I'll answer this one for you too. Um, what's one thing that I've picked up from you? Like, since we've known each other, like in terms of like our vocabulary or the things that we say. I think we say a lot of the same words. I think like you've picked up some of the words that like I commonly say, um, like a lot. Murgled. I say that all the you time on murgled. the podcast. You say now. murgled all the time. And yeah. I'm the one who just says murgled all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know when I started saying murgled because <laughs> I definitely didn't take it from anybody else. Mm -hmm. I just think. I think, you know, sometimes my brain does this thing where it just thinks of something funny. You used and then to it's say like that when we started dating, you used to say this thing like, you're a turd bird. Huh. <laughs> you used to say, you're a turd bird or I something would, like yeah, that. Like, you're a turd bird. So like, I picked that up and we haven't said that in a long time, huh. but I think we've grown past Let's, let's that. bring turd bird back. Yeah, turd hashtag. bird 2022. <laughs> turd bird 2022. <laughs> Okay, what about what about you? What have you picked up from me? What have I picked up from you? Uh-huh. Um, if anything. If any I've picked up stuff. We I picked up some of your lingo too. Nothing's coming to mind as of late, but I and you know what? I, I hate to say it. Um I'm really picky and I think I picked that up from you. I won't Being eat picky it. about food? Yeah, I'm like a picky eater now. I was never a picky eater. I don't think I'm a picky eater. Yes, you are. You only eat hamburgers. <laughs> I went through I went through my whole college career and I ate like a cheeseburger a day. He only eats he only eats American food. Yeah, dude. I um, honestly so like and I, but I and no, I okay. I crave I like okay, whenever we try to go for like food or go out or something, Bree's always like Mexican food. Asian I'm not a big food, fan. I'm not a big Indian fan. Indian food. I'm not a big fan. Some some type something different. 
And Anthony's like, I would like a cheeseburger. I'm a good old fashioned American or a, boy. Or a chicken wing. I would love a chicken wing. I would love a cheeseburger. I would love a, well, what did I eat today for dinner? You had two cheeseburgers. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yes, I did. And, and you had kimchi and salmon. I had a salmon bowl with rice, with some soy sauce, some Kewpie mayo, and sriracha. And salmon I made two days ago, which had chili um, oil on it that my mom picked up that's for ramen bowls, but I've just put it on my salmon and it tasted delicious and spicy. And then I had a side of kimchi with it because I can only have things that I like if Anthony's not eating them. Right. Um, I wish we could go to like restaurants. I like, you know, I got him to go to um, Casa Margarita a couple of times. I've, I'm still trying to get him to go back. I gotta be honest. I don't think he's gonna come back with me. Oh, I accidentally filled yours. I'm refilling our drinks, and I filled Breeze a little bit too high, so I gotta make mine a little bit. Yours is blonder than mine. I feel like mine now is, you... no, mine. No, that's yours right there. This one's mine. I know it's blonder than mine. It's blonder. Yeah, it needs mine needs more. Oh jeez, Bree. You know it. Is. Oh jeez. Um. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, oh, oh great heavens! Oh, oh great heavens! <laughs> we we got probably enough for enough OJ for one, and then it's just strictly champagne. Cheers, which is fine. Um, I think it's just like we've we've picked up. Sometimes we even like we'll say the exact same thing at the exact same time. Sometimes we read each other's minds. It's like brains yeah. are connected. Like sometimes I'll look at you and we'll be like. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up right now. What was it the other day where we both said something just... <laughs> we do that all the time, obscure. though. I can't even remember. We said, like, a joke at the same time. Oh. <laughs> we were talking about how... We were talking about how Disney lost the rights to... Oh, yes. <laughs> we, were, we were sitting in the Buffalo Wild Wings, and we were talking about how Disney just lost the rights to the character Scrat from, from Ice, Ice Age. Age. And I said, oh, we're about to be introduced to Scrat's long-lost brother. And at the exact same time, we said, Scrot. <laughs> We both, I both, like, we looked at each other and I was like, we were like dying laughing in the Buffalo Wild Wings as we both acknowledged that at the very exact moment we thought of the same joke. <laughs> and I think, I, what, I mean, that's when you know, like, you've been with someone. And this, this movie talks about. Ooh, good segue. Um, like Jennifer Gardner, I'm I'm spoiling it if you haven't seen it. Give a shit. Um, Jennifer Gardner, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher's characters are best friends. Um, and Joe from Princess Diaries and his wife, um, Grandma Grandpa, Gram the Grandma and Grandpa, like they talk about he's like he's like I married my best friend, like this is my best friend. Well, no, George Lopez says that too. Oh yeah, and George Lopez says like I married my best friend. That's why our marriage works. And, yeah. and it's okay. kind of like Jennifer Gardner's character kind of like got it. And then. But I don't know. I didn't buy their relationship at the end of this, though, because they do get together at the end. Spoiler alert. But I, I, didn't, do buy I it. didn't buy it because 
they kissed and they were immediately like, oh, that was awkward. But then they started kissing more. And, and then they're like, we got to practice. But I don't know that first kiss, if it's just not there, then I don't know. That's a bad sign. That's a red flag to me, man. I mean, going from being really close friends for a while, we were lucky because like when we got together, we were kind of like friendy and we didn't officially start dating until a couple of weeks and we got to know each other yeah we got bit. to know each other then once we started dating like getting to know each other like went into hyperdrive because now we really need to get to know each other we got close really fast like we spent and i think that's like the perk of us have having met in college especially as like sophomores in college mm -hmm. we we're like we were our dorms were like I mean, I had, we had to go to separate buildings, but we were close by, I mean, gonna, like within walking I'm gonna, distance. I'm going to share the illusion for the parents um, listening in. We we had sleepovers all the time. Yeah, like we were constantly. He was constantly sleeping. We would share the twin bed. Share the twin mattress. Share the twin bed at my dorm or sleep on the futon at yours. Mm -hmm. And we immediately we we just like got along. And I'm like, and it's still that way. I, you're my friend first. Mm -hmm. Like most of all, like we have like a really good friendship. Well, and like, so there's sometimes where we think about other people we know. And their relationships. And their and relationships. And I'm like, do they joke around like the same way that we joke around? And like, what I'm do like, you what, talk what is about? Your, what do you talk about? What is your relationship like? Because can't be like ours and it, because i feel like we just flow so well off of one I, another like i can take my parents for example they were not friends when they got married they're still really not friends they like completely different things they don't share any interests really except right now they're both watching yellowstone and they're really into that my parents also both watching yellowstone <laughs> really into it and, and I, <laughs> parents in yellowstone thickest leaves and, um, I, and i hope my mom is listening to this right now because she she digs yellowstone um, she's like we're watching yellowstone but i hate that we have to go on separate streaming services for the prequel series and i just i i laugh my mom's watching it off somebody else's um like the plex it's called oh so illegal yeah <laughs> illegal <laughs> um so um hear that i'm i'm not and i'm not gonna tell you who my parents are no i so i will tell a story not to devolve even further <laughs> from what our original podcast is supposed to be about but i tried um finding a website to watch peacemaker and we got about five minutes into the first episode and it kept like buffering so i was like fuck it i'm just gonna buy hbo max for a month and like it's just easier to get the streaming service for the thing that you want to watch mm -hmm. at least for like a little bit i mean uh, yeah. rather than jailbreaking like your fire stick or something which my I, brother of course yeah probably. i can't i'm i'm too worried i like i've googled I've, how to do it i got it, too but much catholic guilt for that that's what i'm thinking like i've googled it but i don't want to like fuck it up so hard that like i open up our ip address or something for like people to you know do malicious things i know so, so i'm just like i'm not doing it <laughs> um so we've we've talked about like we don't i i have my sister and her um boyfriend i'm like i don't know what they talk about she she's a teacher he takes 
photographs photographer um he takes <laughs> photographs they have two dogs what do they talk about i don't know i don't, I don't know i'm like because i we our jokes are just so in like inside funny like we're two clowns and we both are teachers Clown shoes. that 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 helps i think we just we have so much in common mm-hmm sometimes like we talk so much about our jobs that i'm like let's talk about something else <laughs> and, oh, but, but we never, never have problems talking about something else too so i believe... that's why we, that's one of the reasons why i wanted to start the podcast too with you is because i'm like well we have these conversations when we just watch movies so let's write them down like let's record them let's put it on on something and I, I don't know. I think it's just a nice thing to do with you. And that's why I wanted to start it was to just have something for us to do together. That's like hobby wise. Mm -hmm. And if we end up making money off of it in the future, like that would be great too. <laughs> <laughs> I like money. La 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 I la. I like money. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's really, I think like the whole thing is, you know, you, you have to marry, marry your best friend. Don't, push your best friend to the side like the person who's you're meant to be with is right there this kind of thing where then we i would i would say and because i mean i'm a relationship guy i think I've, the best relationships bet, are I've, friendships i went from one long-term relationship to another with you and i think you just have to find somebody that you seriously connect with and that you enjoy being with and that's why i think that the emotional and like spiritual connection that you might have with somebody is more important than the physical connection right like physical connection is great but <laughs> but it's not the end-all be-all the end-all be-all is do you enjoy this person and can you see yourself being with them every day and i think my main thing is when i had been sick how you respond to me sick how do you respond to me in pain how do you respond to me when i need your help and i just remember he had wanted to go with his friends out on new year's but i had gotten my wisdom teeth out so he stayed home with me and we had boring ass new year's and, and i'll we, tell you and what i told him i like, fell asleep before midnight i'm like i told him i'm like you can go out with your friends he's like no like i'm gonna stay here and take care of you and when my mom dropped me off at the at our apartment <laughs> she said if i start going to the andola flick the yeah you, she's like she's like the the doctor said she might be allergic to this medicine so just watch her and if she goes into anaphylactic shock like just call an ambulance i was like <laughs> um okay i yeah i have some allergies to certain medicines and they prescribed me one that i was allergic to so they didn't want the pharmacist didn't want to give it to me i ended up not using that one i only had the the hardcore um aspirin mm -hmm. i didn't like the the one that was supposed to be the big oxycodone like... <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, it was like it didn't do anything. Everyone's like, "Ooh, this one the best." Yeah, this I'm one's like, gonna put you. I'm in like, your butt. It, it didn't do anything, and apparently there's like a small, like a percentage of the population where it does not do anything, and I just happen to be one of those people. Yeah. Um, my mouth still hurt. My mouth hurt less when I took the hardcore aspirin. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very sad. Let down. It was a letdown. Letdown of the century, I have to say. Um, yeah, so we still got like a like a thing of oxycodone <laughs> sitting in the house that neither of us used. have touched. Um, then we move to our next group of characters. Yes, back to the movie. Um, Topher Grace and Anne Hathaway. Weird, weird couple because Anne Hathaway is so extremely good looking and Topher Grace looks like Eddie, a towel. Eddie Brock. Looks like You're a trash, Brock. He, he's ugly. I'm going to lay it down. Ugly. I was waiting for Anne Hathaway to fart at him. <laughs> see, <laughs> a chump. See, go, see a chump. See a chump. If so, you have not seen that video on YouTube, it's the little edit of Spider-Man 3 where uh, Black Suit Spider-Man looks at Eddie Brock and goes, see a chump, farts at him, and then flies into the uh, sewer. Um, so Anne Hathaway and like Topher Grace, they're seeing each other only two weeks, brand new relationship. Um, Anne's, Anne's like out, getting out of there in a hurry. She's like, is that the time I gotta go? Zoom, zoom, zap, Suzy. And she gets on her moped. She gets on her moped and this guy dunks. Oh yeah, it's like a basketball his, hoop in his apartment. into yeah. a basketball hoop that is obviously like his height. And he just like dunks it. And I thought to myself, how old is this man? This is a 31 year old man, I'm assuming. That he has a basketball hoop in his house. Mm -hmm. That's lame. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's lame. I agree. And that's I'm a guy who literally has Yu Gi Oh posters th framed that's in this lame, room. Right I gotta now. say, um, turns out she's a phone sex operator. Um, mm -hmm. And she also moonlights as like an, a receptionist for an agent. An agency, yeah. Um, and. Queen Latifah's Queen agent. Latifah is the the agent. Mm -hmm. um, a small role, and, yet a memorable and one. And Topher Grace works at he's in that the mail place, room. and he's the mail guy, which I would say is a worse job than the receptionist. It's totally a worse job than the receptionist. Um, but she's, like, totally into him because he's boring. She said, I like normal. I like simple. At the mm -hmm. end, when they got back like, together, I'm from Muncie, Indiana, and because he like so they they have a great relationship. He finds out that she's a phone he phone sex operator. He like can't handle it. He can't handle it. He says some very hurtful things to her, and she he's goes like, "I'll call you tomorrow, but I don't know if I'd be able to afford it." And like she's just, like so rude. Like you okay? She hasn't told you because you've only been dating two weeks. Then she tells you that she's a sex worker, and you immediately think that it's disgusting deplorable you don't want anything to do with it but then he goes to gotta pay the bills um right she's like i have like a hundred thousand dollars worth of student loans i'm broke i'm working two jobs this one pays a lot i'm just trying to make my rent and you gotta, he you gotta to, pay the bills and have your really, side hustle any way that you can possibly do it. Especially in LA, it's expensive to live and work in LA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I'm not gonna get into it, but I think like, like you would agree with me that a woman, let's say like for example, only OnlyFans, like I think that's like a respectable thing. I think all sex work is work. Um, no, do do I mean, what you gotta do to survive. It's to make money. It's to make money. It's to make money. And, and if you can make it, money, you know, doing something, like using your body, your body, it, like, 
if people will pay for it and it's legal right um sex work is work like at the end of the day like you don't have to like it but you don't have to you don't have to engage in it Mm -hmm. like you don't have to buy the content you don't have to participate in the content but respect people who do that work and i have to assume for like especially only fans like it's got to be like i don't know i'm I'm generalizing and i'm throwing out a number off the top of my head i'm going to say like 95 percent of people that are on OnlyFans and doing all of this stuff they like have another it, it's business it is business, business is business and just, this is just work that is some of their side hustles mm-hmm. um i like, this is just work none of this is play none of this is like for fun it's to make money this is to make money like, yeah they they're people who do it in combination with stripping in combination with other work that they do you know, this is a job. We're making money. I think we definitely, like, see that line of work or that line of side hustle, I guess, in such a, like, preposterous light. Like, we assume all of a sudden that all, like, all women who work as strippers or all women who work as, like, in, in OnlyFans or, like, adult entertainment, like, they do it because, like they they love it and they do it because like they're sexual deviants or something and it's like no some like it maybe like they like it but it's also because they can make money that way it's money that like that's all it is this is a job you like to dance i'm a good dancer i like to dance i'm gonna make money dancing and they take advantage of people that will pay for it and great i'm like do what you gotta do if you can make a respectable living and i i'll come back to i am i'm very fortunate that a lot of my i have some mutuals on tiktok so that means i follow them they follow me back that work in the adult entertainment industry like that and i get to like hear their stories you know and like see who they are as people you because you know they are like, I obviously, I work at the club. This I have two children that I take care of. I'm divorced. I don't, I have split custody of my children. I also work at the club, but I, and I have a babysitter that watches the kids overnight so that when I come home, I can be with my kids all day. And it's like, it's an ideal job for me because I can spend all day with my kids when they're here. It's like I'm just gone at night when they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I have a question for you. Yes. What would you would you be upset if you were dating somebody and you found out that not that they were like a se- a, a phone sex operator, but maybe they worked in pornography? I mean, obviously, like like as know, an actor. What like my personal like comfortability with it, um, especially with like being in pornography is like the the actual like act of having intercourse there's a chance to pass diseases so i don't know if i'd be personally comfortable with that i think the the caveat might be well you got to get tested yeah we got to see and like if we are going to be intimate i don't know if i'm comfortable with that because i don't want my sexual health to be at risk Mm -hmm. and i think that's I'm not, I'm like, if I'm in love with someone, like, of course I want to be with them. But you also have to think about like, 
your health and your safety like you can do everything possible you could wear all the protection in the world and things still happen sure um that industry is a lot more like looked at now and regulated now than it was in like the 70s like in the boogie nights era which we we should watch boogie nights that's a great movie because we know that there are these anderson there we know that there are these transmittable diseases now Mm -hmm. and we're more aware of it but it's like do you really want to be in a relationship with someone who every time you want to be intimate with them they have to get tested and that takes time to get the test back and like so you're waiting and waiting and waiting and then you get intimate once and then they have to go work again and then that whole thing i think it really puts a damper on your intimacy sure not that you don't love that person i mean i haven't been in that situation so i don't know how i would mm-hmm. react but that's really a good question yeah um anyway anne hathaway toe for grace he just can't handle it i think it. they're like so i don't think that this and if we're getting back into the movie itself and like talking about what these ensemble movies are and like why they're so interesting i don't want to say good but i want to say interesting and admirable they're admirable to create um because all of these characters stories are like little movies that we're getting like everyone i feel like can have their own movie like the everyone everything that we're seeing we're seeing 15 different uh romance comedies at play here they're just all going to connect to one another ashton kutcher and jennifer gardner's stories can be one movie tover grace and anne hathaway story if you really expand it out can be one movie the old couple can be one movie right like everything that we're seeing has the it's like the writer was just like i have a bunch of different ideas for like a bunch of different romantic comedies and i'm just gonna put them all together and i think that's kind of cool thing to do but it doesn't feel like uh i don't think the topher and Anne hathaway story really meshes well here i just think like he was a jerk and if i was Anne hathaway i don't know if i'd take him back Mm -hmm. she does he makes this like apology card and his excuses I'm, I was born and raised in Muncie, Indiana. I don't understand all this stuff. Isn't that in Parks and Recreation where, like, Jerry elects to spend his retirement? He's like, I always love Muncie, Indiana. And I'm just like, okay, like, I can get it. But he, like, said disrespectful stuff about you. Mm-hmm. Um, she takes him back. That's their ending. Yep. Um, and again, we- like, some of these endings are very abrupt. I think we got to talk about the weaving of Julia Roberts, Bradley Cooper. So Julia Roberts is one of my favorite happy endings because we get introduced to Julia Roberts and Bradley Cooper. They're sitting next to each other on the airplane. They're there for almost the entire movie. And they're just like having this really nice like back and, and forth. And you think like Bradley Cooper is like gonna put the mo- like oh he's falling in love with her. He's Valentine's Day. He's falling in love with her. But she he thinks she's going home to see some guy. She's going to go home to see her little guy, her son. Um cuz she's in the ar- she's in the army active duty. Um and the little kid is also the kid who buys the flowers at Ashton Kutcher's shop, who's in Jennifer no, Gardner's class. Connected, yeah. Um, and Bradley Cooper, 
like she's analyzing him like you you don't like heart-shaped stuff you don't like this you don't like that and like assuming there's something wrong with valentine's day and so that's going to take us into some other characters before we finish up bradley cooper's arc because i think it's important to introduce some of the other characters. yes we um have talked about queen latifah's character um, we briefly have the the old couple um, oh, their, oh god yeah their purpose is like they're like the picture perfect old in love couple we waited for each other for marriage and we we've only been with each other like that's the whole thing and mm. then the wife explains that one night when he was away she was unfaithful like 40 years ago unforgivable and unforgivable because you asked me about this so the way that the old people's stories he loves her though he loves her and, she and she's said, like very remorseful about like, it she does this big grand I, gesture she's like, later I said, on. she's like i'm sorry and you're gonna forgive me because i love you yeah and this guy's very quick to forgive her after this grand gesture that she does they're towards too, the end of the movie. They're too old to not and forgive each other. He's very quick to forgive her. They spent so much time life I together. I told Brie when we were watching this, I'm like, I don't know if I'd be so quick because it's a, it, she's like, but it's been 40 years. It's been 40 years, and you and they love each other. I said, but the relationship for 40 years has been built upon a lie. And that that is tough. Maybe like, that's, that's what makes me better than with. you because I would forgive you. I don't know if I'd be too quick to forgive. I would definitely chop off your keeper, but um, I would forgive you. I think that this movie, I think Valentine's Day is, this movie has it all. <laughs> it has cheating line, dirty hose. <laughs> this movie has it all. It's got every cheesy like uh sappy like uh, uh poor, i don't want to say poorly written i don't want to i don't want to poop on movies but every i want to say like the tropes right like we got every tropes we got stuff for everybody we got taylor we got Lawner every, and taylor everything. swift just being that stupid like high school couple that's in love where they wear everything be... the same and they look the same yeah. like that's their whole thing it's like they're the trope of just like the two high school kids that are in love we got everything that can be like cute right like we got the cute old couple we got the cute kid we got the cute young couple we got the cute jamie fox like we, we got, got the cute jamie fox <laughs> yeah we've got something for everybody in this movie and we do actually have something for everybody as we get um the other guy from Grey's anatomy eric dane A eric dane who's also in marley and me which i thought about during oh um, don't i cannot watch that so okay that's a no no for <laughs> yes. a re that's a no Bri no I, review brie and i no, earlier no, today no no brie no, and i no, earlier no. today discussed i asked her i'm like if there's one movie that you would never want to review that's like an automatic no on the podcast what would it be and you said drive i fucking hate you but because actually I love now that i would like to re i would like to redo my answer it would be marley and me i will never watch that movie again. i said the snyder cut i will never watch marley I and also me again. think marley and me is off the table i would never watch that yeah, movie again we can't do it um anthony i watched that movie once with my friend Brittany for two hours after that i was inconsolable she had to go get my mom it's Brie, it's I was, one of the toughest movies I was to get through. In, I, was, I was crying hysterically. Especially because now we have a to dog. The, that's to the like, point where my, my, my friend at the time had to go get my mother. Because she said, 
She won't stop crying. She's been crying for an hour. I don't know what to do. <laughs> you always cry at movies. I get upset, especially when it's about and dogs I love. I, I think I've maybe cried at like maybe three movies. What a total. wiener. I've made, and Marley and Me is one of them. I will um, never watch it again. Yeah, can't do it. That's off the table for anybody listening to this. Never. It's never going to happen. Um, well, he plays a football guy. Yeah. Um, he's 35 years old. They're like, he's Did probably... you know I once convinced... <laughs> Sorry. Get out of here. I'm well, I once convinced one of my friends in eighth grade that they were going to make a sequel to Marley and Me called Marley Comes Back Home. Where, like, Marley would oh, come zombie back. Dog, like yeah, zombie Paranorman? Dog. Yeah. Or no. Oh, uh, Frank, Frank and Weenie. Weenie. Paranorman, fantastic okay. movie, BTW. Um, so he is a football guy. He's 35 years old. Like, his team is not going to renew his contract as their quarterback. And, they're, like, he's too old to, like, do anything. He comes out of the closet. He's like, you know what? I'm gay. Mm-hmm. And I'm a play. Football. <laughs> he does he's, say that. He's like, I'm not going to retire. And... Then we get Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper walks in. He's like, hello, my love. Yeah. Um, I think they're implying that the reason that Bradley Cooper probably doesn't like Valentine's Day is because his boyfriend's not out. Yeah. And so they can't be lovey-dovey in public. They can't really be seen together in public. There's relationships has probably been a secret for a long time because he's in sports and professional sports. There's very little people who are out in mm-hmm. professional sports um so as so, soon as but, he came okay, out it was com- kind of like i can enjoy this holiday with you because now we can be out in public together and we can be a couple so it was a nice ending for bradley cooper it, it was a night it was a nice ending for both of those characters but i do think i was a little frustrated with that scene because he wanted a gay kiss i wanted them to kiss i wanted him to kiss i said this is 2010 you guys are cowards like you people making the movie cowards have him kiss set the standard like this is 2010 guys let's uh let's push it forward if this was 2022 they would have kissed of course 100 they would have kissed i think it would have been a really good kiss i yes it would because they're two very attractive men yeah and they could have made a good kiss it'd be like um very much giving me very much brokeback mountain vibes very much two just really good looking men kissing I don't. 2010. Are we still in that? I can't, it's, I, it's are still, we still in like a very like we don't know if we like your gay think, stuff being in our? I think entertainment. It's more acceptable now, and people are more used to sure. like same sex couples kissing uh, in popular media. I think it was very still very new back then, mm-hmm. and still had the potential. And I don't care. Like me, like. I think it's I think just it's so like, normalized so, right now. It's something I just two women, two men, a man and women, woman. I don't care. Like kiss who you want to kiss, love who you love. We I, only get so many days on earth. Like just love who you love. I don't give a crud. And it's Valentine's Day because let them kiss. It's Valentine's Day. They love each other. Let them kiss. Um, before we get on to like our last couple groups of characters would you like to do another question let's do it okay we might have to refill um our drinkies um if... i'm feeling it <laughs> zoom 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 okay do you want to go for um i'm gonna like go up a little bit okay here you go who would play me in a movie oh 
Who would play you in a movie? I, I have not thought about this in a long time because my original pick for who would play with me in a movie now is goes by the opposite gender. Really? Yes. Who was it? I forget his chosen name now. Elliot Page? Yes. Elliot Page. So it would have been Elliot Page, but he has transitioned so i don't think that'd be the best choice mm -hmm. for me now so i don't know who you'd pick for me oh um i want you to do the same one for me but Ooh, that's i'm hard. gonna say for you oh, can i like so make tough. you jacked and really handsome <laughs> i mean go for it um they asked me this in my grad school class the other day like who i thought would play me in a movie um i think you would maybe be like an Allison Brie, not just because her last name is Brie. <laughs> I think, like you know, um, you know who that like, is, right? I would like to tell you that I took a, a quiz where it took my face and it chose my celebrity parents. Who was it? It was Jason Momoa. <laughs> oh, because you totally look Samoan. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. And who, who do you think it could be? I don't know. I said Allison Brie. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. And okay, I'm, I'm gonna give you a second though. Uh huh. If you look at both of those people <laughs> and then look at my face, I could be their child. I could. I don't I, know. I really. I'm could. gonna go. I'm gonna go with Allison Brie because I. That's the first name that's coming to mind, and the one I think would do a good job. Do I have? Can I age you up? It depends how because much. Because I really think like Keanu Reeves would play a really I've got, good. So my students always say I look like Keanu Reeves. Like you, he would be a pretty good dupe. If I was going to make a movie about you as a teacher, like maybe like 10, 20 years down the line. Is it, oh, do Keanu, I get to be like John Wick? Like Keanu Reeves would be my absolute pick. You look so much alike. Put a pair of glasses on Keanu Reeves that look like Give you. Give me a beard. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect one. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Keanu Reeves and like Bill and Ted. It would which, just be absolutely yeah. spectacular. Your turn to ask a question. Uh, my turn to ask a question. Let's see. Um, you can't really what, get any of my questions wrong. What is my favorite movie? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That is correct. <laughs> That's my favorite movie. What's my second favorite movie? Drive. No. No. Mm. Mm -mm. I'll just drink now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know it? Should I? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Halloween. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even, that didn't even cross my mind. Surprising. I uh, know. Uh, <laughs> your favorite movie. My favorite movie. Is, God, I know your favorite book because of Winn-Dixie. I know. Um, Which our dog got to each you the side of yeah. little turd. Your favorite movie? I guess I don't know unless I'm just blanking on it right now. What is it? Oh, motherfucker. Yeah, it is <laughs> Jurassic Park, isn't it? Because uh, we both chose to do our favorite movies for uh, <laughs> the, pod. the podcast. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the last few relationships and endings of this. So we have Emma Roberts. And her boyfriend, um, they've decided 
that on this day of all days, they're going to have sex for the first time with each other. Which Emma Roberts is very open about admitting that to people. Like Kristen Schaal plays a teacher and she's like, I need, she's like, Emma Roberts, can you help me with the AP test? Like I'm trying as a teacher who teaches the AP test. I'm like, I feel you. But she's like, I just need help. You've taken the test before. Can you like help these kids along the way? And Emma Roberts is like, not well, today. I'm, I'm, I'm not. having she's, sex. Yeah, basically, she <laughs> says that. She's like, not today. I'm having sex. <laughs> and Kristen Shaw is the teacher's like, oh, okay. Well, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, like, they, her. Which and her boyfriend, weird thing to tell the teacher because I, if a kid told me that, I'd just be like, you need to leave right now. <laughs> like, I, this is not a conversation I want to have so with you. They choose, her and her boyfriend choose lunchtime at her house. So he goes there first, takes all of his clothes off, and starts playing guitar. Her mom comes home, catches him. Instead of putting clothes on, he runs out of the house naked. Mm -hmm. Emma Roberts picks him up, and like his whole thing is he wants to have sex with her, and she does too, but after their failed attempt, that evening i think she kind of loses interest in it yeah for sure and especially after talking to the old couple spoiler alert she picks up the little kid emma roberts son who also went to the florist no, uh julia roberts son yeah julia roberts son who also went to the florist who's also in jennifer garner's class emma roberts plays the babysitters who picks him up and goes to the grandparents house the old couple and they talk about waiting for the right person and all that stuff and she's like but i'm going to this ivy league and he's going to this ivy league and we're going to be long distance and so we feel like we have to do that and i'm like is the relationship worth it if you feel like you have to have sex with someone in order to keep them no no not at all you should never feel pressured that you're going to lose someone just because you haven't had sex with them uh, and then we have Jessica Biel's character, which is the... You said Justin Timberlake was in this movie. He is not no, in this movie. No, he's in a different um, ensemble movie. So Jessica, Jessica Biel is a publicist for the football player who also is friends with Jennifer Gardner. Because also, LA is such a small town. I, who also, she knows Jamie Foxx because he wants to get insights onto the football player and her and Jamie Foxx like she hates Valentine's Day she hosts a anti-Valentine's Day party every year and she thinks no one's RSVP'd so no one's gonna come and she's so stressed and she's so like strung out she gets to the party she's the only one there but then slowly but surely everyone joins and even Jamie Foxx comes and he kind of says like oh I'm her date and they kind of ha share a moment they, they, they obviously are attracted to each other to the point where he leaves, I gotta go back to the station, blah, blah, and she's like, I, I gotta go. Like, she's gonna follow him back to the station, they kiss, they have a happy ending. Happy the, ending. The only people who seem to not have a happy ending in this movie are Patrick Dempsey, mm -hmm. rightfully so. He, he is last seen laying in bed by himself with a pizza. He's obviously at a hotel or at his condo yeah. by himself, not with his wife. Right. Because his wife found out, and he's probably in the doghouse. Mm -hmm. um, we have Jessica Alba doesn't have a good ending. She's just seen walking away with a dog. Yeah. She has, like, she's 
not with anybody at the who end else? of the day. So, so I think there's one more, but I can't remember who. I think they all pretty much they end all, up okay. Yeah. So like they're all pretty much okay. Did I like this movie? Yes. Um, I, it's a good Valentine's Day movie. I thought it had a really star-studded cast. Um, like obviously, I stopped paying attention. I'll be completely honest. Like I stopped trying to weave things together and like understand it i know it makes sense but i'm just like it's a little tough to keep up with um i got like i have to say i do think as i've mentioned before punch drunk love in my opinion is like the quintessential romance movie and i think that when we get into that movie we're gonna really notice like how Paul Thomas Anderson works the camera and works editing in the positions of the characters to display what the feelings of love are. Oh, listen here, bud. but I like but, to turn my brain off. But I will but, say I do think but, that Valentine's Day has a lot of similar qualities in the sense that it's very much like the feeling of love is like cheesy and weird and awkward a little bit and and that's what we get in this movie we get a lot of cheesiness we get a lot of camp we get a lot of like maybe the writing's not good but oh my god we're all in love type thing and, and i think that's that's one of the things i like about it it's like love is it's hard to explain love mm -hmm. um, would you like to end on a question? Oh, oh yeah, let's do a question and this thing. I did we do the the critique of the movie justice? I, it's really tough to go beat by beat into I mean, this movie. It's better. I think we did a good job by going through the characters. Maybe not all of them individually, but going through their little journeys of um, of love. So, Bree, what is your question for me? Um, my question for you, um, is if I had a superpower, what would it be? I think yours would be super strength. Everybody. Would you agree? I mean, yeah, I've either want, I've always like in the, like the difference of, do I want super speed or super strength? Because I could do like stupid an strength. Oh, super strength. <laughs> Cause I could get like the atomic punch going. Oh, infinite mass punch. Bam, yeah. The boom. flash does that. Um, yeah. So then I would technically be super strong. Um, yeah. And also I would love to have super speed just so I could like get everywhere I want to go without having to drive a car. Fast as fuck boy. <laughs> this is football. Do you know I almost said that to my kids one time? Oh, oh no! Uh, I just said I'm fast. I'm fast. <laughs> um, I accidentally swore once. Um, the, we we had a conversation because one of my kids um, uh, it slipped out. The word "dick" slipped out. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. How? Um, he talked something about. Cutting and uh, the <laughs> and what, dick off. So what, <gasps> yeah, it you was said, you no, said he that? did. Oh. The kid said that, and I was like, "That's inappropriate. You'll be inside with recess for me." Uh -huh. I was like, and then we had a conversation about sometimes things that we say at home 
are not appropriate to say at school. I thought you said and that. And I said no potty words in my classroom. Mm -hmm. And I said, if mom lets you say it at home, fine, it, but it's still not allowed at school. Yeah. I was like, just like, even though you play Grand Theft Auto at home, it is not appropriate to talk about at school because you are technically not old enough to play it. Yeah. I was like, so that's why you do not talk about it at school. I was like, we've had the same conversation when some of you are watching that TV show that you're not old enough to watch. Mm -hmm. I was like, whatever you do at home is your business, but school, we do not swear. We do not talk about inappropriate things. I, and I don't, for, I, for, I think we're talking about puppets. Um, interesting I know, conversation. I, I know. I, I let, I let we, an F-bomb slip. This is my one kid who talks about demons all the time. Oh, okay, yeah. So he's already a little I let an F-bomb slip once to my freshman class because they just, like, wouldn't shut up. So I, I said, I meant to say frickin' Because, like, I can say that and get away with it, but um, I accidentally let it slip, and I was like, you're being fucking disrespectful. <laughs> and I immediately, like, my heart dropped as soon as I said it, because I knew the class got, like, super quiet after that. Like, oh my god, he just said an F the F word. And I followed it up with, you know, I don't like to swear, but sometimes I have to, because you're not listening to me. And, um... By the end of class, like, I ended up apologizing to them. And I'm like, I really didn't mean to say it, but, you man, know, it got you, the, I got the point across, I didn't like, I? Uh, man, did I get angry. But I was like, I'm so, I apologize. Like, it slipped out. I didn't mean to say it. Like, I don't want anybody going home and saying, like, oh, Mr. Sloss said, you know, whatever. And I was like, I apologize. It slipped out. It won't happen again. I, I also, like, I told the kids, I was like, sometimes we don't mean to say something and we say it on accident. I'm like, and I'm very forgiving. Like, I understand mistakes happen. I'm like, sometimes adults say things around you that they don't mean to do. And one of the kids is like, yeah, my mom. And I'm like, okay, we're not going to call out our parents right now. Mm -hmm. I was like, sometimes adults say inappropriate words in front of you on accident. And it's like, and it slips out and they don't mean to do it. I was like, and you pick up those words. And then you accidentally say them. I was like, but you need to understand that there are kids in this room where their parents don't want them to know that. They don't, and when they say that word, repeat it at home, parents are like, where did you learn that from? And if you say my class, I'm a I'm like, I'm gonna karate. I'm gonna I said, yeah. I'm gonna karate chop you. I'm gonna I was karate like, chop. judo chop. And then we goof around and I do, I do crazy stuff in my room because I'm a clown. I do like, I do like <laughs> somersaults in I explained that to one of the teachers at my school when I was talking about you. I was like, oh, my fiance, you know, teaches elementary school and oh, how, that's got to be really hard. How does she like it? I'm like, well, I'll quote her. Uh, she's a clown all day. Like she's putting on a clown show all day. I know. Day. I do like somersaults in, in the room. And, yeah. I'm like, I'm doing... I, it's a performance. That's why I get so tired at the end of each day. Yeah. Anyway. What's your question? Oh, my question. I forgot I had a question. Um, my question is, if, you're, if you were a Disney character, who would you be? If you were if I was a Disney character, who would I be? You know what? I really feel like you give off tread carefully because many of them are multicultural and we don't want to be insensitive i was gonna go with 
Chip? From Chip and Dale's no, Rescue Rangers? No, like Mrs. Potts' son, Chip. Oh, oh, like the little cup yeah. from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, um, no, why? He's really adorable, and I think um, you're adorable. Oh. Um, also, you remind me of Zero Princes. No, probably not a prince. Maybe like... I, you Who know, is the you Gaston's know my, sidekick? You know, um, LeFou? Le LeFou? Le yeah. LeFou. Yeah, maybe him. Um, I also, my mind went immediately to um, Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because I do get angry sometimes. I know, and, but you're nice as like anybody would ever know. But sometimes yeah. you get angry. Yeah. Just because I am bad guy does not mean I am bad guy. Um, well, Anthony, I have to ask, does this go on your list of the top 100 movies? Brie, unfortunately, it does not. Oh, um, dang. Unfortunately, it does not. A however, single tear escapes however, my eye. However, I will have to admire the intricacies of... The web that is weaved around these characters in this plot. You were unable movie. to keep up with it. I was web. unable to keep up with it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. That just means there's a lot going on and it works. It works. Everything here is its own little mini movie. It, there's something here for everybody. And I think this is a really nice uh, turn your brain off Valentine's Day movie. Turn your brain off romance movie. You cried. No, I didn't. Yeah, I, I thought you did. No. You what got are I, a wiener? No. Yeah, you, Brie, you cried in Man of Steel. What when is there Pa-Kent to cry about? Died. There's nothing that was sad about this movie. You, uh, jeez, oh, what was sad that you were I like, did not cry. I'm not a wiener. I did not cry. Also, this does not make it on my top 100 either. Um, do you have a reason? Um, not that it's, I mean, I, I like it's it. Such a, it's such a high profile list. I, I like it. Um, but like there's, it's not saying anything. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so it's like not one of those romance movies. I don't think any ensemble movie really makes the cut. Maybe, these maybe are, the Christmas one. So I one. think that these are just like, it's, it's nice to know how crazy yeah. it is to write one of these movies and like make everything make sense and make all these characters relate to each other. But I do think that these are somewhat money grabs. Oh, especially when they have all like uh, all stud star studded cast. Yeah, and like New Year's is the same way where they have Justin Timberlake. Like that's clearly a cash grab. He is not a good actor. You don't think Justin Timberlake no. is a good? Oh, uh, we disagree on that. Okay. I think he's a great actor. I'm Bree. <laughs> I'm Anthony. Um, if you would like to follow us on any of our socials, um, you can always find podcasts the the review podcast anywhere where you can listen to podcasts wherever you're listening to it right now is probably an okay place um you can find us on spotify apple and google podcasts as well as our youtube channel review podcast you can find us on youtube for our video modem although uh, i do think that might be coming to an end pretty soon don't be too sad yeah don't um, be too sad about that one but and then you can check us out on instagram uh, review at review underscore pod and you can follow myself on twitter at gldtv1 for any updates and all that good stuff uh, supplementary content uh, whatever we need to do on any of our socials follow us for whatever um, you can also reach us if you have any questions or any recommendations at yeah. our gmail which is also linked in the show notes 
our next pod that for a holiday we're thinking St. Patrick's Saint Day. St. Patrick's Day. Do you have any ideas for that? Like, please send them our way because we have a couple ideas, but it's always nice to get other people's ideas as well. And I think what I enjoyed about this, like, a kind of non-canon pod at this filler arc pod um, was that we really we got to talk about the movie, but we also like talked about other things, other things too. And uh, it was nice. It was yeah, nice talking with you. Yeah. So uh, I think that'll be it for us. Bree, um, we will sign off, I think. Uh, I am Anthony. I'm Bree. And this is the Review Podcast. We will see you on Saturday. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Review, review, review podcast. Day on the Review Podcast.